Welcome to Fresh Off the Boat. I'm delighted to uh, be chatting with Anushka Pathak, one of my favorite students who's graduated from Mayo College and then went on to Emory University, studied a double major, did a double major in political science and economics, uh, and then uh, has come back to India and working at a PR firm. But while at uh, Emory, you were also vice president of an entrepreneurship club, which is pretty unique. Uh, we learn about these experiences, but just getting straight into uh, the idea of, uh, you know, settling in into a new environment when you graduated from high school, uh, from Ajmer to <laughs> to Atlanta. How was it like? And in um, definitely a big change. And thank you for the warm, warm introduction, by the way. Uh, definitely a very big change in terms of, you know, because I went from like a very sort of all girls um, orthodox boarding school to, you know, going straight to Emory, it was like a huge change. But I think um, the one thing that really helped me sort of settle in was that the environment was super warm um, at Emory. Everyone was very helpful. And, um, you know, they sort of made the transition easy. They were with you like at every step of the way. If you had any problems, they had mentors assigned to you and you had these seniors and seniors per se, like, yeah, like someone in their third or fourth year at college who would, you know, who you could constantly reach out to, even if you wanted to know something as small as, or, you know, like, how do I get to the dining area? Um, so I think I was, I was very nervous, but when I got there within like three or four days, um, once I realized that I could, you know, um, ask questions without feeling like, you know, it was a stupid question or just, you know, I could reach out to anyone and everyone in terms of getting around. I think it, I think that made things a lot easier. So that's um, interesting when you say that, you know, when you started being comfortable with the people all around you. So can you uh, sort of recollect and think of maybe one, two or three uh, mentors or inspirations or uh, uh, individuals who turned out to be guardian angels or just generally helpful when you were so, in Yeah, so one of my, I think in the, I think in my first year there, my freshman year, one of the most inspiring people or rather someone who sort of told me how to navigate college um, having come from an entirely different country was one of my sophomore advisors and they sort of lived down the hall from you um, in your residence hall and um, her name was uh, Jillian from like I, like she became also a friend with time but um, she sort of helped me write from um, because I was very I, I remember going into college I sort of knew okay maybe like this is what I want to do like I want to like study business I think she sort of gave me you know the idea and made me feel comfortable about the fact that I can explore other options, which is sort of how I got into taking econ classes in the first place and then took some political science classes and didn't end up doing a BBA at all. Um, so she was one of those. In terms of um, entrepreneurship, another one was uh, Nancy, one of my like classmates from when I was at the B school, like the business school. Like I was taking like one or two classes at the business school just to see how things were going. And she, you know, I was telling her that maybe I don't want to be a, you know, like a pure sort of conventional business school student, but I still want to be involved. And um, so she said, why don't you explore this, you know, this club that we're part of. It's small, but it'll get bigger with time. And that's how I sort of got into EVM and then loved it and then, you know, um, made my way up from like director and other things. And then the last one would be one of my economics professors, um, who was my first economic professor at Emory, economics professor, his name was Hugo Milan, a uh, great guy who also, um, I remember in the beginning, since I hadn't taken economics in high school, I was very confused about a lot of things. 
but um he sort of like gave a lot of like additional attention to me in terms of what i had to do and gave like sort of taught me how to approach the major and what all classes to take so i've had like different people there's more than 3 but these 3 mm-hmm. are the ones i prominently remember because they sort of formed a huge part of my journey at emory that's fascinating and also the fact that uh, you could reach out and, and there were there was help always available it's good to know yeah. that for any prospective yeah. student going mm-hmm. to college apparently yeah. kind of figuring out their path in college what right. about uh, the econ route and also switch from business uh, were these hard decisions and adding political science um yeah that? yeah i mean it was definitely a difficult decision because um so in my head like i'm a very big planner and i think like drifting from that plan was sort of very hard for me because i sort of knew that i wanted to study business but i got there and i took the first two business school classes i liked them then i took a third one and i didn't like it then i took a fourth one and i didn't like it and then so it was difficult because for a moment i was confused because i was like okay i'm not really enjoying this and you know what am i going to do and then when i slowly started taking econ classes it wasn't exactly like oh i love economics in like one go but i think the more um i i realized that i was interested in it because like slowly i started i realized that i was enjoying those classes a lot more than the business school ones so making the switch was annoying because i'd spent a lot of time on taking business school classes but then i wasn't going to business school but it's so seems in order like you also you know it's kind of uh, pivoted in the sense you wanted to keep business and you became vice president of evm which is the entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and venture sort of club and also the yeah. hack atl how does it work the hack atl in particular because i'm sure students in india would love to know more about that so essentially it's um it's not a hackathon it's a business hackathon so consider it like a shark tank of colleges in the southeast so um emory by the time i joined the organization they hosted only two of those um i personally was part of hosting four of those and so what it would be is that um you know there would be an application process to get into the competition and students of from anywhere between 18 to whatever age um could take part in it and all you had to what you had to do is you would get 48 hours and um you'd have to make a presentation or like a prototype of a potential business idea and uh, there'd be a cash prize there'd be three cash prizes one would be for the winner and then two you know for consecutively for second and third positions and you had to pitch that idea to you know um ceos of startups in atlanta and angel investors and what would happen is sometimes even if you didn't win this business hackathon per se um a lot of these angel investors if they liked your idea would actually get in touch with you and sort of help you take it forward which was the whole point of it because there were a lot of potential entrepreneurs all over you know atlanta and like other other places that got a chance to come together and actually you know turn, sort of at least you know take the first step in terms of turning their idea towards reality and get funding for it if it like worked out really well so that's what it was super hectic super fun especially if you were organizing it and even more fun if you were participating in it okay let's switch gears i want to ask you a few uh, rapid fire questions and uh, some of them would be uh, personal in nature having known you uh what do you think are your strengths if you were to pick three adjectives to define your strengths what would they be um organized would be one um discipline would be another and dedicated would be third because whatever i take on i just really like i get really into it if it's 
Um, so I think I would say those three. Sure. Um, yeah. Next one. What was the most embarrassing moment in college or even later at work <laughs> for you? I think at I think at work I was well. Okay, so in college I think the most embarrassing moment I've had was getting lost around campus. It happens more often than you would think. And regardless of like where, and Emory isn't that big, like in terms of getting around. But um, I think like I got lost multiple times. And um, the, there was one time where when I, like over the span of like three or four days, I asked the same person for a direction to the same place. And like that person looked at me like, how hard is it to comprehend? <laughs> but don't worry, like it happens a lot. Um, at work, I think the first week was just awkward in general. Because like I, I like you don't know what you're doing. You're just sitting there. You don't know whether you whether you, like you don't have that much work, so you don't know whether you should go get coffee or just like mingle. So that entire first week, I was just lingering, like lurking around the the office. I think that was pretty weird. <laughs> so about your work though, and coming back to India, do you think it was uh, something planned? You wanted to stay back in the U.S. for a bit, or and then when you chose, how did you land this particular job at the PR firm? So I was very, actually, in the beginning, I was very pro towards, you know, I need to stay in the States. Um, I have to stay in the States up until my sophomore year. And then towards the end of my sophomore year, I was looking for internships there, but nothing was working out um, for a variety of reasons. Like there were, there, you know, there were places that I made it to the interview, but didn't make it past that, like didn't make it past that. And then um, apart from that, there were the companies that I didn't want were the ones that were, you know, hiring me, but I didn't want to just go work for them just for the sake of it you know and then um i randomly so I, you know i said as a backup i thought you know maybe let let me look for internships in india as well because i don't want to not do anything over the summer so i came across filter copy it was a very it was an it was a startup in its initial stages and i applied to one of their uh, you know internship positions on linkedin and then reached out to hr and since and by that time nothing had worked out in the states and i had to come back to india for the summer but i also didn't want to come back to my hometown which is an mp so that at that time this internship just sort of worked out they said you know like um it's gonna like not pay you much and all that i was like that's okay i, I want to and i always had like an inclination towards marketing like and you know sort of public relations but i said you know let me that's okay I'm, i'll come for the experience so i worked for them for two months and it was the best two months i've had and I think that is when I realized that, you know, maybe moving back to India wouldn't be such a bad idea because everyone asks me that, you know, like, why would you go there and not settle there? Um, I actually thought that like, in you know, like uh, while I was there, circumstances in terms of immigration visa, all of that changed as well. So when that internship worked out here, I was sort of more inclined towards, you know, making my professional, like beginning my professional journey in India instead of abroad. And then I did another internship in India with Vogue that worked out because of my previous experience at filter copy again in marketing and PR. And then by that time I was enjoying it so much that I decided to jump into it full time and actually started researching for agencies that did PR entirely. And that's how I sort of ended up at a Weber full time after college. And by that time I didn't even have to think twice about, uh, you know, sort of not staying there because I made like, a, you know, I'd settled the ground here. Like I'd come to Bombay and I'd like made connections and work was great. I had colleagues and it just it just fell into place automatically. Super. So how about uh, telling us a little bit about 
a day in the life of Anushka at work at Weber, the PR firm? Well, um, so PR as a profession really keeps you on your toes. Um, I, I honestly think it shouldn't be called public relations. I think it should be called media relations because essentially what you are is the middleman between um, an organization or a company and the journalists. So a lot of you work a lot on like spontaneous content, like briefing statements, and you're basically like the spokesperson for that company. So um, lots of, I work on like, six, seven drafts of a lot of content almost every day. Um, very hectic sometimes what happens is like, so something as basic as if there's a journalist who heard something about a client that you're potentially working on and sends you an email saying, oh, I've heard this. Is this true? And if it's something that could like, um, you know, impact how your company is perceived in a newspaper or online, you have to come up instantly with a solution or some like a statement that sort of either dodges that if you don't want to answer it or answer it in a way that doesn't harm the organization you're representing. So, and the reason I enjoy it is because it's so fast paced. It's like, if I'm at office eight to 10 hours a day, I'm never sitting down. Like, um, in like, and I love working on content and spe especially if it's, you know, if it's on a, I work really well under pressure, but I feel like that's why I enjoy PR because it just constantly requires me to keep my brain running. So lots of like, lots of content, lots of, um, um, what do you say, like lots of draft statements, um, lots of documentation also, but it really gets you to think a lot strategically. What about uh, people skills? Do you think uh, it's a big thing as part of uh, media relations? Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Because you're done, like dealing with a journalist on a, journalists rather, on a regular basis. And then you're also dealing with your client. It's very important. You have to be able to communicate not only in writing but also in terms of conversation so it's it's it plays a huge role in terms of you know making connections even within the industry so it where is Anushka headed next like you'd see three to four years from now do you think this is the industry you'd want to be in and uh, what is the yeah. growth path typically for an associate to say being a partner <laughs> for Okay, so um, I guess like hierarchy wise it's like you start as a junior associate I started as an associate um, because of like past experience at two other, you know, in terms of my internships. So associate, then senior associate, and then you become an account manager where you actually, you know, manage three clients instead of you, you become the boss at that point in time. Um, so I think initially I was a little confused as to whether I was like when I was learning what I was doing, I was a little confused in terms of whether I wanted to be in the industry. But given the current scenario and how, you know, PRs become huge in terms of news and crisis management given the current scenario and how digital is taking such a leap i think i definitely seeing myself see myself being in this industry for the next few years because it's just become a lot more fun um even though we're on, we're in lockdown and then eventually I, I want to start something of my own um i think fashion wise i've always wanted to you know as and when i i think i can financially invest in something i'd want to um invest in a restaurant but otherwise, I will be in this industry for a while just because I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now. Right. So that's interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the restaurant would be uh, opening a few years from now when all we have the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. great, I think it's a great thought, though, to get people together. Uh, restaurants are always tough businesses, but it's the ones that are really successful are the ones that can create communities. So your communication and media management skills would be fantastic. Uh, okay. Now... We're moving towards closing um, our session, but 
uh, as you know, there are there's so much happening for students who are currently in college, and I'm sure you're in touch with uh, your juniors in college, or even right. some of your uh, school students who are in different school colleges. Uh, what message would you have for them? There's so much uncertainty, and the world seems to be crumbling. Uh, how do you deal with a difficult situation? I think that essentially you have to take it day by day. Um, especially in a scenario like this, where I know a lot of people think like everything is out of control, which it is because you can't personally control it. But I think what you can do for yourself is like I've had a lot of people reach out to me. You know, I'm looking for internships. I had this plan, this plan, this plan, this plan, and I can't do any of it right now. So I think now would be the time to sort of take a back seat, um, take a step back, and really evaluate what you want to do. It's almost like a clean slate. you're never going to get this time to just sit and figure out what you really want to do and it's fine if you can't get an internship right now or like if you're struggling to like you know uh, either keep a job or look for a job um it's okay like it's 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 okay to just spend some time with yourself and um figure out what you want to do because you're never going to get it back like it's hard to figure things like it's hard to plan your future while while you're working actively Um, so, so what think, are, what is Adushka learning? You know, with your free time, do you are you reading a lot more, listening to more people, uh, developing skills by attending classes online? Yeah, so I am well. So right now, I am also working from home, um, pretty much full time. But also, apart from that, I am definitely reading a lot because it's very hard to read while I'm working. I've finished about eleven books or so since the lockdown started. Which one is really your favorite? The top three. Oh, the oh, this is difficult. Okay, so I'd actually never read Godfather, so I finally got around to reading it. That would be a great book. The other one uh, would be um, Killing Commentador by Murakami. I'd never read a Murakami, so I read that. And then the third one would be The Cuckoo's Calling by Robert Galbraith. I hadn't read that either, so I sort of dug into my old books at home that I hadn't touched and picked them up. And apart from that, I've been baking. I always wanted to learn how to bake, so I'm I'm baking a lot. That's that's what I'm doing. That's great. Okay, now let's go back memory lane and uh, you know working with us as a team at Edbrand. Uh, what are your memories uh, from our Munirka office or even those phone calls when you were back home? I think uh, one of the best parts was brainstorming with you guys um, uh, over my essays or in terms of you know how to approach. the sat and um mostly like in terms of essay writing i think i loved it when i was just left alone and my parents would go do their own thing in those 3 hours and i would spend time with you guys working on my essays i think those 3 to 4 hours spent with you all at at the munirka office of course because i've spent a lot of time there um were very 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 productive and even gautam was there and uh, he was super helpful and i think um those 3 3 to 4 hours were something that really helped me m- like make my common app essay just like they really helped me tell my story in my common app essay and apart from that obviously i think the the best part was that there was never one student at the office there were always like two or three and some of them um and i think you had students coming from outside as well sometimes just like hanging out by the office chatting with them was a lot of fun to get their perspective about what college life has been for them and like i i think it was just an overall it was like a 
perspective area like it was great you just walked into like a think tank and it was absolutely, absolutely. thank you and you sh- i will definitely want to invite you uh, post this lockdown to our delhi office we have a new office in gurgaon which is more like a student center you could imagine nice. what you'd have and it's got breakout rooms and uh, spaces to even perform <laughs> and things wow. like that. so yeah definitely want you to do a session there i would um, love to- Thank you so much Anushka this has been such a pleasure connecting with you and uh, we will be organizing another session uh, because we met many interesting students uh, who we worked with in the past who are in similar fields pr right. brand management uh, even entrepreneurship entrepreneurs uh, even one particular entrepreneur who's a uh, who's, who's a unicorn uh, as in, in terms of valuation so yeah we're putting together interesting content for our viewers and listeners So uh with that uh, want to close this session thank you again and thank you for having me it was absolutely fabulous connecting with you after so long